Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay. We look at the world of international football. And in this uh, episode, we're going to be touching on a lot of things. MLS has ended up its season. The Mexican League is headed for the playoffs in a couple of weeks. We've got action from across the pond across Europe. And also on Wednesday, we've got qualifying coming up for the African Nations Cup. But first, let's get to MLS. What a season it's been for MLS. It's been a very positive season, a great finale today, rather on Sunday, uh, when Toronto traveled to Seattle to take on the Sounders. Now, as you know, when you go into Toronto, into Seattle, you're uh, asking for a lot to win there because Seattle has got a great fan base. The fans come out in, in droves, and there were 70,000 there today, just a little under 70,000 at CenturyLink Stadium. Uh, it was a nice day, cloudy, good for uh, soccer, and uh, the game did not disappoint. Seattle dominated the first 20 minutes. They came out running. They were all over the field, and Toronto couldn't really put any flow to their game. However, Toronto was able to change the flow about midway through the first half as Michael Bradley, who is the big, steady center forward uh, halfback for um, Toronto, was able to take the ball and dominate the flow of the game as they headed toward halftime. Josie Altidore did not start for Toronto. He had a quad strain. Um, now, coming into the game, Seattle, their leader scorer, Raul Rui Diaz, was a focus of Toronto's defense. Alejandro Pazuelo, of course, is the leading scorer for Toronto, and he's from Sevilla. It was 0-0 at the end of the first half. However, Toronto outshot uh, Seattle 3-2 on shots on goal. And during the last eh, 20 to 25 minutes, Toronto pretty much dominated the play. Now, as the second half started, Toronto came out and, again, dominated the game until about the 58th minute when Kelvin Lurdum from, uh, from Seattle uh, got the ball in the right part of the penalty box area and hit a shot toward the goal. It deflected off of Jonathan Orsorio of Toronto and went into the far post, and that gave Seattle a one nothing lead. At that point, the game changed, and Seattle started to dominate and began to dominate and dominate and then dominate more. 76th minute, Spaniard Victor Rodriguez buried a 19-yard laser shot low into the post to give Seattle a 2-0 lead in the game, and Seattle was on its way. In the 89th minute, Ecuadorian Raul Rodriguez, who had led Seattle all year in scoring, out-hustled a defender to a loose ball that was headed for the Toronto goal and was able to loop the shot over the uh, Toronto goaltender, Quentin Westberg, and that gave uh, uh, Seattle a 3-0 lead at that point. Josie Altidore came off the bench and did play in the last 5-10 to 10 minutes of the game. He did get a header into the goal at the 92nd minute and at least put Toronto on the scoreboard, and they didn't get a shutout. Both keepers for the, for the teams played well. Stefan Frell, or rather Stefan Fry, excuse me, the uh, goaltender from Switzerland, he did very well for uh, Seattle, and Quentin Westberg, the French-American, uh, turned in a very good game for Toronto. Two of the three goals were not his fault, and uh, he just couldn't do anything about it. Once again, the final score was 3-1 to one in favor of Seattle. They win MLS Cup 2019. There are more teams on the slate to be expanded as MLS grows throughout the years. They're looking to have 30 teams within the next two to three years. And on a local note in the Houston area, Todd Ramos will start 
next year as the head coach of the Houston Dynamo. Good luck to him. He's a great guy and should uh, show uh, uh, Houston a good, uh, good team and do a good job there. Now, as we move on to the Mexican League, uh, they are headed to the playoff section called the Liguilla, which will be happening in a few weeks. And they had some uh, action this past weekend. Friday, Monarchus beat Puebla 3-2. America shut out Veracruz 5-0. And Rayados did a number on Tijuana at Tijuana. Score was 4-0 in favor of Rayados. Tijuana ending up that game with 10 men. On Saturday... Atletico San Luis, even though they were at home, could not handle Nacaxa, who's been in second place of the uh, standings most of the uh, se- uh, the Apertura. Nacaxa winning 2-0. Tigres and Pachuca went 0-0 at Tigres. Chivas ended up the game with 10 men. However, at home, they were able to prevail over Queretaro 3-2. Leon shut out Toluca 4-0. On Sunday, Pumas and Juarez tied 1-1 at the Olympic Stadium in Mexico City. Santos continuing their great home streak, and they won 3-1. to They are now the super leader of the tabla. And uh, Uruguayan coach Guillermo Almada has done a great job at Santos this year. He's got that team playing very well, Julio Furch. Even though he hasn't scored now in four games, is, um, is having a great year as well. And he is a kind of player that just contributes. Even though he may not score, he will create space and get the ball to other people who are available. Uh, again, Santos having a great year, and uh, there's no reason why they can't go on and win the uh, entire championship for the Apertura. Moving on now across the pond, we've got um, action from Friday. Uh, Watford won their game at Norwich in the uh, EPL in La Liga. Leganes and Real Sociedad tied 1-1. In Serie A, Sassuolo at home, they defeated Bologna. Hoffenheim on the road defeated Köln 2-1, and Bordeaux and Nice in the French League ended up 1-1. That was Friday's results from those games. On Saturday, it was a busy day across Europe, as all the leagues were in action and everybody was playing. So let's get to those scores and let you know how your team did. In the EPL, Chelsea shut out Crystal Palace 2-0 at Chelsea. Burnley shut out West Ham United 3-0 at Burnley. Newcastle United, the Magpies, hang on for a 2-1 win at home over Burnmouth. Southampton, losing at home to Everton 2-1. Sheffield United on the road, tying Tottenham 1-1. And Leicester City, shutting out Arsenal 2-0. Very impressive win there for Leicester City at home. On Sunday in the EPL, Man United over Brighton Hove 3-1. At home, Wolves uh, got a best of Aston Villa 2-1. And Liverpool beat Man City 3-1, Liverpool winning at home. Liverpool continues on top of the EPL. Saturday in the Spanish League, Deportiva Alaves 3, Real Valladolid nothing. Valencia shut out Granada 2-0 at home. It was Real Madrid on the road, didn't phase them. They went to Ibar, came away with a 4-0 win. Barcelona at home took care of Celta de Vigo 4-1. On Sunday, in the Spanish League, again, it was several games being played. Mallorca defeated Villarreal 3-1. Athletic Club 
two to one over Levante, Atletico Madrid three to one over Espanol, Hetafe zero zero at Osasuna, and Real Betis at home losing to Sevilla two to one. That was the battle of Sevilla when you have Real Betis and Sevilla playing each other, and uh, quite a Mexican flavor to that game as there were several players from the Mexican League and from the Mexican national team on both sides. Moving on to the French League, on Saturday, PSG got the best of Brest 2-1 on the road. Monaco was at home, and luckily they were, because they entertained Dijon. And you remember the week before Dijon beat PSG at Dijon. Well, Dijon got to Monaco and couldn't do anything, Monaco winning 1-0. Lille and Metz went 0-0. Rems and Angers also 0-0. Strasbourg at home defeating Nims by a score of 4-1. On Sunday in the French League, Rennes defeated Amiens 3-1. Montpellier shutting out Toulouse 3-0 at home. It was Saint-Étienne on the road, defeating Nantes 3-2. And Marseille getting the best of Lyon by a score of 2-1. In the German Bundesliga on Saturday, Hertha Berlin was at home against RB Leipzig, and now we know why Leipzig is up way high in the tables at Bundesliga. Leipzig came in with a very potent offense, and they showed why. Leipzig leaving the Olympic Stadium in Berlin with a 4-2 victory. Union Berlin on the road shocked Mainz 3-2. It was Fortuna Dusseldorf and Schalke going 3-3. Paderborn at home got shut out by Augsburg 1-0, and Bayern Munich at home taking care of Borussia Dortmund Score of four to nil. On Sunday in the Bundesliga, it was Mönchengladbach, the leader, getting the best of Werder Bremen at Mönchengladbach three to one. Wolfsburg at home got shut out by Bayer Leverkusen two nil, and Freiburg at home shutting out Eintracht Frankfurt. Score of one nil. Finally in Serie A, on Saturday, it was Torino going into Brescia and winning four nil. Inter entertaining Verona, Inter coming away with a 2-1 win there. Napoli and Genoa came to a 0-0 draw. And then on Sunday, in Serie A, Cagliari at home over Fiorentina had a little bit of a scoring fest. Final score there, 5-2. Lazio getting the best of Lecce at home, 4-2. Sampdoria and Atalanta going 0-0, as well as SPAL and Udinese. Parma shutting out Roma 2 to nothing, and Juventus, in a great classic, they got the best of AC Milan at Juventus. Score was 1 to nil. <music> Moving on now to the Africa Cup of Nations qualifying, which will be going on on Wednesday. These are some of the preliminary games that are scheduled. Malawi will be entertaining South Sudan. That will be in Lilingoy and the stadium there. CAR, Central African Republic, will be entertaining Burundi in Bangui. Namibia will be home to Chad in Windhoek. And Cameroon will be entertaining the Cape Verde Islands. Guinea-Bissau will be host to Eswatini. That will be in the stadium at Bissau. Sierra Leone hosting Lesotho, and that will be in Freetown. Burkina Faso hosting Uganda. Senegal will be hosting Congo, and Sao Tome e Principe will be on the road to Sudan. They're going to play that game in Khartoum. Again, that's the preliminary round of the Central African Nations Cup. 
and that'll be coming up on Wednesday. Coming up later on this week and then into next week, we'll have Euro qualifying going on, as well as other matches going on throughout the uh, European continent, and we'll keep you posted on those. Again, uh, with uh, MLS season coming to a close, Seattle defeating Toronto 3-1 in a great game before a little under 70,000 at CenturyLink Field in Seattle. Another great season for MLS, and they're moving on down the road with all kinds of success. Several teams on the uh, drawing board to be brought into the league within the next three to five years. One final note before we go, the under-17 qualifying um, for the under-17 World Cup is down into the quarterfinals. Holland defeated Paraguay 4-1, and Mexico defeated South Korea 1-0. And then uh, on Monday, you've got Spain playing France and Italy playing Brazil. Both those games will be on Fox Sports 2 beginning at 2.30 Eastern time. Now, the winner of those games will then obviously face uh, the, uh, the winners of, the, of each other. So basically, in one semifinal match, we're going to have Mexico playing Holland to determine who goes through to the finals. So the Mexicans under-17s are making a good showing in Brazil at the under-17 World Cup. That's all for Kicks and Dribbles today. I'm Dan McClay. I'd like to thank my daughter, Lauren McClay, for her technical support on this program, as well as my son, D.C. McClay, for his thoughts and ideas. Please tune in again next time. In the meantime, don't let your life have too many yellow cards. <laughs>